Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Mindful Recovery over this Easter weekend. I wanted to put this out because I've been thinking a lot about the topic of Christianity as a practicing Christian myself, um, which may or may not come as a surprise to some of you because I don't talk about my own faith a lot. But as a practicing Christian myself, I see so much confusion out there. When we have a Christian community who has, who at times seems to have thrown away their actual values in favor of whatever happens to be politically expedient for them in the moment, um, I've been thinking a lot about the message of Christ this Easter weekend. As a therapist, I deal a lot with the issue of fear. And I've been thinking a lot about that issue and how the message of Christ was really antithetical to fear. It was the opposite. When we think about the messengers that come to us from God and the Bible, all of them begin with fear not. And so much of Christianity today seems like it is driven by fear, fear of other, fear of immigrants, fear of Muslims, fear of gay people, fear of women who want power over their own bodies, fear, fear, fear. And just as, you know, one of my favorite plays of all time is Jesus Christ Superstar. And it really points out that the one thing that drove Judas more than anything on this Easter weekend was fear. He was terrified they were all going to end up crucified. And it was better to sacrifice this one leader and save the race than it was to cost them all their lives. And the incredibly amazing thing was in that play and, and in, in the recorded version of Christ's life in all of the Gospels, Christ leans over to him and says, go and, and do what you must. He sees the fear in Judas and he says to him, Go on. Go tell them where I am. Go ahead. Why would he do that? Why would he do that with such love to a man who was about to betray him? Because even in that moment, he was trying to teach Judas, and he was trying to teach us. Fear has no hold. It cannot stop us unless we allow it to. In the moment that he tells Judas, go and do as you must, he is saying to him, watch this. I'm going to show you once and for all, you have nothing to fear, nothing to be afraid of here. Even if that means I have to go to the cross. Because the night before, in the garden, Christ in his humanity had overcome his own fear and embraced the truth of his divinity. And he was trying to show Judas and all of us that we have the power of that divinity within us. And so when I hear the fear today, the xenophobia, the homophobia, the, the absolute misogyny that exists at times In certain segments of Christianity today, it breaks my heart. 
because that's all fear, because they've lost the real meaning, the real message. Fear not. There's nothing to be afraid of. So I get it. I'm like a, a mental health counselor. I'm not like paid to be a preacher or religious, and I'm not trying to do that. I'm just struck on this day, this Good Friday, with the truth that it's all about fear, that this is what his message was to us. And if we look honestly at the brain science, the thing that works against us, the, the biggest evil in our brain and bodies is fear. It's allowing that limbic region to control us and turn off the more rational parts of our brain so that we can't, we just react. That when we stop and we take that extra breath and we release the fear, then and only then are we really truly able to embrace relationship. And what does every Christian church tell you that God wants with you more than anything in the world? relationship but if we exist in fear on a very physical very real very science level if we are existing in fear we close ourselves off to the opportunity for bonding and relationship we have to calm that autonomic nervous system and release the fear before we can open ourselves to relationship and better decisions. Do you think maybe he knew that? I think maybe he did. So why have I come out of my Christian shell as a therapist? I never bring religion in the room. It's not my place. It's not my business. And I was a practicing Buddhist for 15 years because I could not approach this idea of Christianity, primarily because I was raised in the region of the United States where it was so stifled, it was so fear-driven, it was so hateful, and I just could not embrace that. I could not be a part of that. And so I followed the path of Buddhism and the path of the Bodhisattva, who was a being who had the ability to attain enlightenment, had in fact attained enlightenment and could escape from suffering, but chose instead to stay and take on the suffering of others so that they might be free. Now, who does that sound like? And so I found my way back to the faith that I was raised in, in the way that it was meant to be. But as a therapist... I never bring that in the room. It's really not my place to tell people what they should believe. And it is really okay with me. And I really do believe that there is not a God that is going to send you to any big magical hell because you decided to call him Allah instead of God. When you've spent your life living without fear and living in love, you've done the right thing. So why now? Why have I decided to come out with this extra production for my podcast. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to change one or two hearts out there that listen to me to get some value from this podcast on a psychological level, but are still embracing hate, whether it's from a Christian perspective or any other. They're still so bound in fear 
that they're reacting out of that amygdalic space, right? That fight or flight position. And I know I'm taking a little bit of a risk doing this, that I'm going to turn off some people who are Christians but still living in fear, and that I may turn off people who are very reactive to that type of Christianity and and don't want anything to do with any of it. Um, hopefully by now, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that I don't I don't do this frequently, but I felt like I needed to take this chance. One of my favorite authors is Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and he talks about cheap grace. And he says that sitting on the sidelines and expecting to gain all of the good things from a relationship with this God you say you believe in, but not to embrace your faith or to have the courage to stand in the midst of it when things get frightening, is expecting cheap grace. And just on this Good Friday... I was listening to Jesus Christ Superstar, which is one of my favorite pieces because it deals so clearly with the fear that was controlling Judas. And I was thinking about the very real psychology and neuroscience behind that fear and how it keeps us from making good decisions. It keeps us from the embracing of relationship entirely. And I thought... I need to do this piece. So I promise to keep it short. That's my message this Easter. Is if you are Christian and you truly want to follow, then unlike Judas, you have to let go of your fear. Peter's worst moment was fear. We have to let go of the fear. We have to stop being afraid. We are so terrified anymore that the wrong people will gain control of this or that. Why? If we truly believe that our existence is eternal, why are we afraid of what happens here, this year, next year? We make better decisions if we take the time to breathe and let go of fear. Happy Easter, folks.